It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, I don't know about you, but the season is certainly changing and we're not far away from heading into June. Today is the 19th of May for 2022 and a Thursday morning with another week weekend fast approaching and if you're looking this weekend for something to watch I see that one of my favourite films back on this day in 2007 was premiered at the Cannes Film Festival and went on to win Best Film at the Oscars that year and the film is No Country for Old Men. I can totally recommend that if you haven't already seen it even if you've seen it it is worth a second watch and if you like a romantic comedy, a feel-good, heartwarming and fuzzy movie, then this movie isn't for you. It's the Main Centre Forecast with propertybuyer.com.au Okay, let's have a look at weather around Australia. First we go to Sydney, expecting a mostly fine and sunny day with a high of 19 degrees. Melbourne expecting mainly dry with cloudy periods and 15 degrees is your high. Brisbane, a cloudy but rain-free day, a high of 24 degrees. And in Perth, expecting one or two showers, so pack up the brolly and 22 degrees is your high. And coming up in just a moment, we are talking to a real estate agent in New South Wales to see what the market is doing there since we last spoke to her. Also coming up this weekend, Aussie Daniel Ricciardo will make Formula One history at the Spanish Grand Prix in Barcelona. It is going to be his 216th F1 race, surpassing the record held by Mark Webber for the most Grand Prix starts by an Australian driver. And let's hope that he goes well because Ricardo has been struggling with his second season with McLaren, among some rumours that his seat in the car could be in danger unless he turns things around. Well, I guess if he ended up leaving F1, he'd make a great real estate agent with that positivity and just imagine that smile welcoming you at every open home. Enjoy your morning coffee. Wake up every morning to the Real Estate Podcast. And I saw yesterday an interesting piece from realestate.com.au. It seems that the Australian politicians love property ownership, probably something we already knew, but they looked into the numbers and it revealed that 205 politicians in the federal parliament own a total of 421 homes between them, and that's an average of 2.0 five homes each and of those 421 homes 254 are declared as either primary or secondary owner occupied residents while a further 167 are declared as investments and also only seven politicians declared no real estate ownership meaning that nearly 97 percent of politicians are homeowners and that's compared with the average Australian home ownership which sits around 67% and politicians as it turns out are aggressive investors as well. The report revealed that 103 federal politicians declared ownership of at least one investment property which means a little over 50% of them are active landlords. 
informing you on real estate. It's the Real Estate Podcast. Well, one of the best barometers for how the market is traveling is to talk to different real estate agents in different states around the country. You can generally get a pretty good feel and idea on what is going on. Of course, it's not scientific exactly, but it's pretty accurate, I think, because the interactions that these agents are having with their vendors really does paint a picture. So with that that in mind, let's travel to the south coast in New South Wales and talk to Julie Gorsey from Ray White. Good morning, Julie. Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast. How have you been? Good morning, Craig. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been really well, thank you. I think the last time that we talked about that great spot that you are in, there was a bit of a problem with the locals not wanting outsiders to invade their town, buying up the coastal property. So what's been happening in that space? Yeah, well, it's certainly calmed down. COVID just made everything crazy, really, didn't it? From Mm buying toilet paper to buying a beach house or something outside of Sydney or even renting a property outside of Sydney. If you're in lockdown, you weren't sort of stuck. You know, this is where everyone wanted to be if they were going to be in lockdown. So things have certainly changed. We're definitely feeling that. Like this is typically a quiet time of year for us. So now that you take, and I'm talking about the town in general, now that you take COVID out of the equation, It's like we're back to our normal rhythms of high season, low season. So if you're out on the streets at the moment, there's there's no one around. It's quite peaceful and it's very quiet, which is sort of what we're used to. So it was sort of towards the back end of last year that our open home numbers, you know, almost halved or more the number of registered bidders on property and the level of buyer inquiry on each property. We really saw that shift back end of last year, when we sort of got back to work after the January holiday period, you know, that's when we really started to see, okay, well, this market's actually looking like it's coming off now. And we've talked a lot on the Real Estate Podcast about premium properties, which are still selling well. And of course, where you are, there are a lot of premium properties. So what is happening in that space? Well, it's still a supply demand scenario, as it always was there, you know, when it comes to your beachfront property, which would be your premium properties for our area, you know, we sold one in April uh, for a record price of 4.55. So that was a record for the marina in Colborough Beach, which is the beachfront strip there. And there's still only ever one or two beachfront properties available at any one time. In fact, we've got one going to auction tonight, which we've got some good interest in. And Julie, what are the vendors saying to you at this time? For instance, have some who were not quite ready to sell suddenly are ready? People who were thinking of selling could kind of already see prior to now and they they are on the market now. They've already come to market. People that I'm dealing with now that are are coming to market aren't sort of looking to just capitalise on the fact that the market is about to peak. Because I think generally in our area, people can see that it has peaked. So basically anyone that's coming to market now is absolutely a motivated seller for reasons other than simply cashing in on a really hot market. And yesterday on the show, we had Karen asking the question, there's a lot of talk around trying to pick the next cash rate rise. She wanted to know because she wanted to get closer to narrow down that guesswork on the date because she's got a $750,000 mortgage. 
buyers are nervous. Everyone's always asking the question and speculating when the next rate rise will be. It's a question that, you know, I can't answer. I don't pretend to be an expert in economics or or anything like that. Really for me to help people make purchasing decisions, I can only sort of comment on the facts of what we're seeing. And if you were one of the buyers, this is what I sort of um, say to people who may have given up during that really crazy period that we experienced, now is a great time. You know, we're averaging between one and three bidders at each of our auctions as opposed to previously, you know, we'd have at least eight or 10 bidders per property. So much less buyer competition. So, you know, whilst yes, there might be one or two rate rises there, um, they are only small. And, you know, if the values of properties do shift, well, you're no worse off. So, certainly just get in the market. And I remember the last time that we spoke, I think there was just virtually nothing that was available in the rental space. Has that changed and shifted uh, since we last spoke? Huge shift. You know, contrast in, in what it was during COVID to what it is now. And when I say now, I mean sort of just back to normal paced real estate is really, really quite huge. We went through that period where we would be lucky enough to have one property become available for rent and we would have 20 applications for that property. And what was happening during that period, we were getting people coming out of Sydney. I keep referring to Sydney, but that's what drove the whole thing. People coming out of Sydney, they would offer, say, $100 a week over the asking rent. They would pay six months rent in advance in order to rent the property, therefore, there was nothing available. Those people have all left, right? Because COVID's gone, so to speak, no more lockdowns. And now what we have is quite a lot of rental properties available. And we've actually got owners who are having to reduce their weekly rent in order to find a suitable tenant. That's a marked uh, shift for sure. All right, Julie, well, thanks so much for coming back onto the Real Estate Podcast. We might chat in a few more months' time and just see how the market has changed again. Well, it'll probably be something completely different. So we just take it each day as it comes here. You just never know what's going to happen, do you? No, indeed. All right, enjoy (laughs) your day. Thanks, Craig. Will do. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.